Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Welcome back to Full Spectrum Feeling. This is Blaze. Oh, my friends, have you ever had an experience like this? I'm going to tell you about my daughter and her experience of her first day at kindergarten. And it's not actually about the first day of kindergarten. It's about what we all do. (laughs) So my kid came home and she was so excited that she had such a fun day and she met so many people. And she said that she had a lot of fun, but she was so frustrated because the kid who sat next to her just kept being so annoying. I said, huh, that's interesting. Well, what do you mean? Well, she was just being so crazy. Hmm. All right. What do you mean by that? well, you know, she was jumping up and down and she wanted to talk and laugh and be silly all the time. I said, oh, okay. Well, did you also do that with her? Well, yeah. I said, oh, okay. But she just didn't stop. Is that what happened? Well, yeah. Okay. So I'm getting some more information. But she says to me, she just wouldn't stop being crazy. And I kept yelling and yelling and telling her to stop and she wouldn't stop. And I was like, oh, this doesn't sound good is what I'm thinking. And then my daughter finishes the sentence and says, but she didn't stop because I didn't say it out loud. I was like, whoa, what? (laughs) You were yelling at her, but you didn't actually use words? She's like, no, I was thinking it really loudly in my head and she wasn't hearing me and I kept saying, stop, you're being annoying and I just want to work on my Play-Doh, but she wouldn't stop. And I, I took her, my daughter, by the hand and I said, honey, did you know that she can't hear your thoughts? And she's like, I guess so. I said, you need to use words. (laughs) You need to tell her, hey, it was fun playing, but I need you to stop now because I'm feeling really annoyed and I want to work on my Play-Doh. Could you please stop? And she looks at me and she, her eyes get really wide and she goes, oh, that's how you do that. And I tried so hard not to laugh, but honest to God, we do this all the time in our lives as adults. Like this is the lesson for my five-year-old and I'm hoping that she learns it and keeps it for life. But this is something that's taken me all of my 40 something years to figure out is that no matter how much I want to think and project feelings onto other people and try to get them to feel what I'm feeling or pick up on what I'm feeling and do the right thing because clearly I'm just sending all of the information that I'm pissed off and I'm annoyed and please stop. They cannot read my mind and clearly they cannot read my aura or all of these feelings that I'm trying to like shoot like daggers at them. And just like my five-year-old, when she has those feelings and she starts sending out the little arrows, the kids, the people, the adults in our lives are not mind readers and they're living their own life and they're in their own bubble feeling their own feelings and they will not know how upset we are or how frustrated we are or what we even want 
if we do not use words and tell them. Ah. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about why this is. Why do we assume that other people are able to feel what we're feeling? So first I'm going to say this might be a unique situation for empaths and people who are particularly good at feeling what other people feel and particularly good at reading body language and taking on the emotions that other people are projecting. And I know that's true for me. And I obviously can tell that that is true for my daughter. And I've seen that in her life and it may not be true for everyone and maybe not even everyone listening to this podcast. So if that's not you, I apologize because I'm going to speak from my experience and what I know about it and how I feel. And that's okay. So I think what happens for me anyway, as someone picking up other people's feelings, is that it is very, very easy for me to make the assumption that because this is automatic and I don't think about it and I don't try to do it, I just do it. I assume everyone can and does this, even though it's not necessarily happening for them. So I've learned to check that in myself and be like, not everybody knows. Not everybody is able to do this or feels it as intensely as I do. And therefore, I may have to use my human words and move my face and tell them, which opens up a whole other can of worms, because then there's the, how do you portray your feelings without offending the other person or tromping their feelings? And again, I think this comes up in particular as an empath, because I'm always concerned like, oh, I wouldn't want to hurt anyone's feelings or make them feel bad. I mean, they're making me feel bad, but I wouldn't want to make them feel bad. And then there's this whole back and forth conversation that honestly is mostly irrelevant because again, it's happening completely in my head, not in the outside world. So nobody knows it's happening, but me, what it does is make me crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> what we have to do is notice something is happening. Someone's interacting with me in a way that's setting me off and I'm having this frustrated feeling and I'm wanting them to back the heck off, or I want this to stop in some way. How do I make that happen? And the instinct, I think what naturally happens is just like what happened with my daughter. Like she's five. She hasn't been practicing this or thought about it. Just naturally what happens is your energy gets up. You start shooting your little emotional arrows out going, stay away, stay away. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I don't want to hear this. Go away. Stop. And when we're doing that with our energy, we perceive it as though we are yelling. It's the same energy that we feel when people yell at us. We feel their emotional arrows and stuff coming at us. And sometimes even if they just keep talking and they don't stop, it's this onslaught of energy coming at us that we feel like they're yelling. And so she's doing it in her head. I'm sending all this energy out going, stop, stop, stop. And why isn't this working? And the reason it isn't working is that not everybody is paying attention. Most of the time when people are sending a lot of energy our way, they're not even capable of perceiving what's going on with you because they're in like the, the dam is being released. That energy is pouring out of them. That is the action and the event that's happening for them, the event is not them observing you. It's their, their emotion dumping or whatever is happening. And so you have to go, okay, they're coming at me, they're coming at me and I need to stop this somehow. But me just energetically in my head, thought wise or feeling wise, shooting arrows at them will do zero things other than 
get me amped up, make me exhausted, and have zero effect on the amount of crap that's going on between us. And so it's learning how to be able to acknowledge what's happening in a kind way. So with my daughter, I was saying, you know, if you were playing with her before, I'm like, most of the time, this doesn't just happen. People don't just latch onto you and start dumping their energy at you or playing with you or trying to do whatever she's doing. If you hadn't given her any indication that it was okay to do that. Cause like, were you playing, were you playing the same game that she kept playing? Yes. So I have to ask in my life when this stuff happens, where have I given them permission to give me all this information? Like, did I invite it in some way? Did I put out a flag saying like, Hey, here I am. Tell me all your stuff. <laughs> keep playing, keep sending your energy. Or is there a way that I can acknowledge what's going on in a kind way? So for my daughter, I said, well, what if you said to this friend, like, hey, I know we were playing before and that was really fun, but right now I really want to do this and playing whatever game we were doing is really annoying me. Like you're allowed to be annoyed and you're allowed to express that to her or say like, I'm really frustrated because I just want to do this right now. Could you please let me do that? And what was so freaking cool was giving that advice having my daughter go to school the next day and then having her come back and saying that really worked. She's like, yeah, I talked to her. Um, I was able to say when she got crazy again today that, that I was annoyed and it was okay. And something that I think that happens with adults, like by the time we hit adulthood, if we haven't gotten comfortable being able to tell people that we're annoyed we have a judgment on it. And we're like, oh, if we tell them that we're annoyed, that's a bad thing to be. And then they'll get hurt feelings because I'm annoyed by something they did. Like that, We have a lot of preconceptions about what's going to happen or how it will be perceived or taken by this other person. But my five-year-old did not have that. So she was just able to say like, hey, I like you, but you're really annoying me right now. Could you stop? And amazingly, it was that simple. At five years old, this other five-year-old is like, oh, okay. And just they played Play-Doh and she's like, I think we're even friends now. I was like, that, that was amazing. Gosh, can it be like that for us as adults? And I think it can. I think it might take a lot more effort now to unlearn all of the bad habits that we've learned around expressing feelings, around being able to have them, and also about how much responsibility we have for someone else's feelings. So I try to teach my daughter, I'm like, you, we're always aiming to be kind. Kindness is important, but you still need to look out for yourself. And if you have a boundary that you don't want crossed, you're allowed to say, I'm annoyed right now and I don't want you to do blah, blah, blah. Don't yell at me. Don't poke me. Let's not be crazy. I just want to do this. Could you please be quiet for me and express that? And you're not having to be responsible for how that person takes it. She might be sad. She might be angry. She may or may not do even what you asked, but you've expressed how you feel and that will help you feel better. And if you did it in a kind way saying, Hey, I know we were playing yesterday and I do still like you and I like playing with you, but not right now. You're able to communicate that your frustration or anger is not with the other human fundamentally. It's with the action or whatever thing is happening that's going on. So I try to always be really clear with my daughter around issues like this, where I'm like, it's, you're never telling the person they're a bad person. You're not telling them 
they're annoying. They are annoying. It's what they're doing that's annoying. Just like you're going to annoy the crap out of someone else in your class and they have a right to come tell you you're being really annoying right now. And you might feel sad about that, but at least then you know. And then you can decide how you want to move on. And we've worked a lot on being able to feel our feelings in this household. And what I've noticed with my daughter anyway is that she is able to feel all of it and feel through it very quickly. So when I tell her, hey, what you're doing right now really annoyed me or, you know, things got out of hand. You were crazy and accidentally kicked me in the head and I'm pissed off. I was like, I still love you, but I'm going to take a break. I'm really sad and I didn't mean it. I was like, that's okay. You can be sad and I know you didn't mean it, but I'm angry. So I'm going over here and I'm taking a break. (laughs) When that happens, I think at the max, our turnaround time has been five minutes of having any kind of breakdown of sadness, anger, frustration, anything. Because once you've felt it, it kind of moves on and we don't need to hold on to it or make it part of our identity. And I think that may be something that we adults take into our interactions growing up is that we start to form such an entrenched habit around what we believe certain feelings mean and what someone else feeling those feelings might mean about us, not even about them, about us, that we become fearful of all of them. And we're not willing to feel them. And we're not willing to let someone else feel them because it might make us feel bad about ourselves. And isn't that interesting? Whew. So is there anywhere that you've been dying to say something to someone and you've been shouting it, shouting it from your energy, from your heart, from your head, but you haven't actually used your words or haven't used your actions to change anything about that interaction. If there is, this is a great time. Like now is always a great time to just think, huh, why is that? What, what do I have to lose? And just saying, Hey, I need this to stop. I'm annoyed. What is there to gain by having that conversation? And what might you be capable of feeling that you've been afraid of feeling that'll allow you to get through that. And often it's, it's just fear. It's fear inside of us. It's fear of rejection. It's fear that we don't get to have boundaries, but I would offer what, what if you do? And all those questions are great questions to ask. My friends, I hope you're having a marvelous week that all of the energy flying at you is actually like hugs and rainbows and kittens and all of the good things. And if it's not, may you handle it with grace and turn it around because we always can. I'm sending you so much love and appreciation and I will catch you next week. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.